what's going on guys welcome into episode 91 of the scope i am your host and uh i don't know what's going on with the production team that countdown was supposed to be one minute 48 seconds longer this is my first time of a conversation man yeah this well this is my first time doing any kind of show or production like this don't let that episode (laughs) 91 figure trick you this is the first time i've ever done it what's up boys how's it going what's up um i don't know i don't even know i wasn't ready but we're going um <laughs> do it live we're do it we're 100 percent live <laughs> uh i'm joined by uh buffner gaming resident weapons expert call of duty extraordinaire and uh all around good guy and then uh joined also by blue the robot our indie game specialist oh, um as well as firearms guru and uh yeah i, I shoot guns too Oh, so, <laughs> so so welcome into the scope we got a lot to talk about this week uh we'll get into what everybody's been up to as far as what games we've all been playing we kind of know what buff's been playing uh with the modern yeah. warfare 3 beta out and then uh we want to talk a, a little bit of breaking news about the x defiant delay that just happened a little bit ago there is some gameplay out for battlefield season six we'll get into that as well as uh blue and i will probably briefly talk about a uh, very interesting game we were play tested last week in alar prime and then uh, last but certainly not least uh, we're going to wade into uh, weekend one of the Modern Warfare 3 beta. So, we've got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a fun show. First off, Blue, what have you been playing? We know what Buff's been playing. Let's be yeah, fair. Yeah, don't even need to ask me. <laughs> Non-stop. Non-stop. What have you been playing, Blue? Anything? What have you, what have you been doing? Um, Let's see. What have I been playing lately? Uh, I got a little bit back into Star Citizen. Also, it looks it looks good, by the way, on the stream. I think just like a, a tad bit more. I think that 145 would have been perfect. But anyways, um, Star Citizen right got back into that as well. Um, apparently, out of nowhere, too, with that, uh, just a quick little like Star Citizen news. Um, on the PTU, they introduced the pyro jump point out of nowhere. Um, and if you guys don't know what that is, it's basically it's a new system in star citizen coming uh eventually um i say that a lot and it's basically a lawless system so in stanton you have like it's under the jurisdiction of the uee pretty much everywhere over there there's no law so it's gonna be pvp everywhere you go pretty much so i'm gonna be very interested to see what's going on there um and then other than that um, I literally had a stream this morning of saying I have no clue what to play. I think <laughs> FPSs are dry right now. I literally just made like a video or the the, the thumbnail was like nothing because I don't know. I, I I installed Shatterline, didn't even try it out. Um, I tried out Cyberpunk. I tried out Phantom. Oh, well, I'm going to eventually get to Phantom Liberty. So we got that going on. Um, yeah. Other than that, I really don't know what else to play. Man. That's that, what I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for games to yeah. come out. I w- similar, very similar boat. Yeah. If you guys caught it, I finally had time to sit down and make like my normal commentary video uh, for my channel and hundred percent, man, my, the title of my video is like the last shooter standing pretty much have to play call of duty modern warfare three as the title of my video, because there's, yeah. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing competing with it, man. Um, they're just a, it's a massive marketing juggernaut no one can keep up with the content pace no one's even close um and that is 
basically what's out there um, for shooters, pretty much. Even though, and 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 they've absolutely mastered selling nostalgia. Couldn't be more on display yeah. than it is this year. And they don't. I mean, they're just they're efficient. They're so efficient at at getting your money at at, and they don't have any competition. There's nothing. There's nothing pushing them to do anything different. So this is what you're going to be stuck with. Sorry. Sorry about it. Play search with me. It's fun. Um, if you can't beat them, join them. That's kind of what happened over on my end. Um, no, man. I For for me, I've been playing uh, search and Rainbow Six. I, I've been really frustrated with Rainbow Six Siege, just basically rank 2.0. It, and what makes it even more frustrating is with Rainbow Six, the game itself is in a really good state. It plays really well. Um, the operators, the guns, everything is really balanced. Um, I've been, you know, the netcode and stuff has been feeling good. I haven't seen any bugs, but it's like the rank 2.0 is just absolutely trash, dude. Um, I you, Everyone starts in copper, then you move your way up, but you have a hidden MMR, so your matchmaking rating, your actual skill level is hidden. You don't see that. You don't know what it is. And then your your rank points, your RP, is what determines your rank. And as you win, you move up. But what it does, it awards you a lot until you reach where your MMR is. So it already kind of knows where it wants to put you, and then it stops. Also, the MMR stays the same. So we're as a like copper player, as a silver player, when I start out in the season, I'm playing against people that have like diamond and champ charms already, like people that are already like super high MMR, and it just doesn't feel good. Um, yeah. to be to be playing that way in the ranked mode, but the game itself is chilling. Um, ton of fun in S and D still. I'm. Uh, we'll we'll get into what I've seen. We'll definitely. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna armchair quarterback like a mother. Uh, uh, <laughs> buffs like gameplay and what I'm worried about when it comes to playing search uh, later on in the show when we get into the Modern Warfare Three beta. Um, but yeah, life's been good. I can't. This show this show can't run too long because I gotta go. Get the tractor fired up and get a bail out to the horses uh, before it gets dark. Nice. And uh, yeah, man, just chilling. I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Texas. Uh, I just had a had really? a, new, a new niece that was born. My uh, oh, my awesome. wife's sister had a baby, so I'm a, I'm an uncle for the first time. Congrats. So it's pretty exciting, Uncle Crash. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna buzz down there and meet meet the new little one. So that's what's going on over here. Buff, have you that's been cool, have, have you been gaming at all, man? Like what what are you doing? No, I, I don't play video games anymore. Copy. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks for coming, guys. All right, cool. I guess I guess give us a little teaser. Like have you have you been having fun with it? Like a like a bird's eye view, overall view? Like Yeah, good? Def- overall I I'm really, really enjoying it. I think when we get into it later, like I definitely have some criticisms of things that I, I wanna see uh fixed and there's definitely like I can see like the excitement. There's some overhype, you know. I played, I stuck a good amount of hours into it. Overall, I think it's really, really good. Um, so I definitely am have like high hopes for um, what it's going to look like on release and as we progress into season one with Warzone and things like that. So um, yeah, overall, I had a lot of fun playing it. <laughs> I think my biggest gripes are not with really with the gameplay to, to an extent. So. All right, all right. I'm excited. I'm excited to, to dive into that. But um, as we do on this program, uh, being excellent journalists that we are, we got to catch all the breaking news. Okay, so <laughs> actually, just a couple hours before we went live, I don't know if anyone was surprised or not. We'll get into that. But X Defiant was delayed, and my initial thoughts are incredible disappointment. And I, I know these things happen, and I know 
um like it's probably a good thing because you want it to release um but essentially in a nutshell if i could if i could go over this i'll pull it up on the screen here or, or the production team will sorry i have people for this um a message from the ex-defiant team basically what they said if you guys remember a couple weeks ago they had the public test session i'm going to paraphrase this don't worry there's like word vomit on the screen i'm not going to read the whole thing um but they had the, the public test server and they looked over the data and they said they they found some bugs that they really want to work on so they've made the hard decision to delay the preseason of ex-defiant and what's kind of a little bit alarming here as well they didn't give a date they're not like we're delaying it to this month to this quarter or whatever they just basically delayed it indefinitely um so it's not great uh blue what are your what are your thoughts on this did you did you see it coming kind of um to be honest i didn't i didn't see it coming i don't know i'm also not surprised but i didn't see it coming i thought we were already past that point of it getting delayed last time so. it's been it's been delayed a lot what, what do you think of it buff did we lose him again um i'm having <laughs> some pretty bad connection issues on mine right now i think can you guys hear me i hear you kind of yeah we hear you Oh. Um, I don't know what's going on on my end. I think my internet might be bad. Why don't you skip me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see if it we'll see if it evens out. Um, I I initially saw this and I was sad, but I kind of saw it coming. I feel like every single time I've played this game, there's been the same issues, and I've played the game even before, like over the course of the last like year and a half or two years when it's under NDA. And you're not supposed to talk about it and the same issues the netcode issues the animation issues like all the bugs have persisted through the entire time and this actually so there, there's two sides of this coin in my opinion too um this could actually work out well for them because it's as we as we all know it's cod season right now everybody's hyped about that um if they release now it might kind of get swept under the rug and stuff if they delay it until neck early next year like february march when people start to get tired of the call of duty or the newness has wore off of modern warfare 3 is probably a better window for them to release in and uh and give us that alternative of a video game to play um so it, it could end up working out for them if they can actually finish it if these devs if this team is qualified enough to get this thing across the finish line man like i i can't believe some of the issues that are still positioned uh, persisting mark rubin has been someone who's been an executive producer on call of duty ubisoft is a triple a publisher like a huge publisher and and That's they're struggling yeah and they're and they're struggling with a straightforward arena shooter like i i it just doesn't feel good it, it, it gives you a lot of questions if they're going to be able to hold up their end of the deal as far as dlc well when they start bringing in microtransactions and stuff like that are sometimes in in past shooters those things have brought in bugs are we going to see like crazy new bugs uh when they start bringing in other content that they're not able to fix um you know the game has already had buggy betas and then failed to to complete certification for third parties that is with microsoft and sony not allowing it to be published to their console because it's too buggy so it failed that and then now to be pushed off again because of the public test server data is just you start to wonder if this team is even able to do this if they're even able to pull it off and when it does come out like is it even going to be you know is it even going to be worth it huh the only thing i could i could see it possibly helping out in the future would be the chance of redemption 
if it ends up being delayed again, it'll be like, uh, like as someone said in chat, like the Halo Infinite arc, where it just takes a long time for it to finally come out. But when it does, it'll be an amazing game. But that's again, if and when, which is seems to be the trend nowadays, even for AAA. That used this used to be like a very common indie game. You know, when you had like a team of five, ten, fifteen, you know, people working on it. But for a whole studio, especially with like you said, like the head of you know, from old Call of Duty and stuff like that. Like, that just seems very, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. If it's a dev issue, if it's a timeline issue, you know, maybe they uh, originally gave a um, uh, unrealistic timeline to begin with, and the devs just couldn't get it at that time. So maybe this this game was uh, is being rushed currently. But, I, yeah, I mean, that even... That statement even brings up more questions for me too because I feel like for it's sure. been yeah. it's it's been in a play test too for a really long time and all those NDA play tests I mean they were it just doesn't feel like it's moving anywhere. I feel like the state we're in now they were at like a year and a half ago or a year ago. It it's so crazy to me. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. And like they and you know and they they never they never put an exact date on when release will be coming. So that already kind of shows that they're giving themselves buffer time every single time they release a time, you know, generalization. Yeah, and, release. and this one is wild because they're not even given a window again. This is just, it's delayed, and that's all they're saying. It's like yeah, an indefinite it, it, delay. Yeah. It, it's kind of wild. But, it, it, yeah, I just, I just haven't felt much improvement over their different iterations with the betas and the alphas and the playtests and stuff. It doesn't feel like they're they're getting stuff fixed and ironed out which it seems like straightforward things and then i mean even when they had the open beta um i don't want to say they were making excuses but they were already telling people that hey this net code is not good we know it's not good and you're at the point where you're doing an open beta with with bad net code i i i don't i don't understand really the all. only thing i can see i mean because we i mean we were, we were talking about it you know we, this is somehow like a re reoccurring conversation of just waiting for those games to come out because like there's no competitor to Modern Warfare right now at all. Yeah. And the fact that this keeps happening just, you know, really, I was looking forward to playing another arcade shooter. Same. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, it sounds pretty doom and gloom from us, um, but I, I'm just a little bit frustrated with it's how not, it's Not gone. even doom and gloom, it's realistic but, at this point. Yeah, I guess so. But... The the I reason I want this too, and I, I don't see it as a as a like financial, like a monetary competitor to Call of Duty. Like that's not gonna be like that. It's, it's an not alternative. Gonna, yeah, it's just something that's like, man, when you're when you're tired of some of the stuff that we're gonna talk about later on in the show, when you're tired of like recycled maps, when you're tired of the skin economy where it's all about new skins and new bundles and broken this and broken that to get you to buy battle pass tiers, and you're like sick of that shit it'd be cool to have this to be like, ah, oh, there's something else I can play. I can kind of vote with my wallet and, you know, go over and, and play this game yep. instead and still get that same kind of fast paced arena shooter accessible uh, gameplay. So still rooting for him. Um, it just does not feel good. It, it doesn't feel good to me to have this happening again. I'm, I'm fairly disappointed, but all that to say, it could work out well for them getting outside of this COD season, this COD hype window, and maybe releasing when people get get like a little bit um, tired of tired Call of Duty, stuff. pretty yeah. much. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I think. But then <laughs> the other thing I thought of, as you guys know, you're probably like drinking game. Every time I say S&D, take a drink. Um, as someone who enjoys S&D and wanted to see it in this game mode with the specialists, with the operators they had, I think it would be pretty cool. They said that was going to be a priority to add after launch. Well, the way the game being mm. delayed, I'm like, dude, how long is it going to take you guys to get S&D put in this thing? Like, if it's taking this long just to get the game across the finish line, man, I, whew, I don't know. It doesn't seen give so you many of these uh, image, these these uh, these, J, these JPEGs. These sorry JPEGs. Yeah. We've seen we've seen a lot of messages from the team. I'd like to apologize. Yeah, but hopefully you stick <laughs> with us because we're making something super special. We promise. You know, yeah, yeah, we think it's better. Uh, tease and peace to Buff. Uh, thoughts and prayers out there to Buff and his internet connection. Uh, <laughs> we lost, him. and we all know how that feels sometimes. I've been there, yeah, I live in the sticks. My internet was actually down this morning, uh, for a couple hours, so I know, oh, wow, I know the feels. So, hopefully, he comes back to talk about the beta because that's what I was really excited to hear about. Hopefully, he makes it back. Um, yeah, so that's essentially what's up with X Defiant. Yet another delay. Um, You're welcome, guys. Yeah, now you know. I'm glad we can news. bring this amazing breaking news to you. Heard it here first. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Battlefield Season 6 a little bit. And Basically, I, I didn't get too much into the weeds, or I haven't gotten really that into the weeds. I've heard uh, from a lot of content creators and stuff that the... Uh, the the changes coming are really good um i've been pretty critical of some of those changes in relation to um they're fixing aim assist and recoil decoupling um so <laughs> it's a little bit it's a little bit silly to to see that um still this late into the game cycle uh but there is actually gameplay of the new map floating around and, and it looks like uh what a lot of people including myself have been asking i man I think the map looks really cool. Um, it, it looks it looks really good. Uh, from from makes you want to get reinstall it just to try it out. But just this map alone, yeah. Uh, Justin does bring up a good point. Um, in chat, it could be a little weird. So this is basically, uh, for those of you playing at home, a uh, locker type map or a metro. It's kind of a long infantry only meat grinder. Like it's a hallway with a few flanks and most of it is just straight on gameplay. Um, but I could see an instance uh, like Justin is saying in chat where the specialist could be a little much. If you have like the Zane operator that can do like the, the air burst mortars and blow you up behind cover. Uh, you have the Sundance with all the explosions. This game, I'm trying to remember for sure, but this game is also Popped out or beaten, excuse me, like Battlefield One for the amount of explosive spam. So yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be really spammy. Um, the operators, yeah. uh, the operators again it's, in this setting make no sense. Man. Yeah, I mean, it just used to be like a class system where you know only certain classes had access to that, um, and it was an ammo count you know it wasn't an uh an ability that that um operator had um and now that the fact that you have multiple operators that have these type of spammy explosive abilities um 
Yeah, close quarters infantry. Yeah, you're gonna see it thrown around a lot. Um, I'm not super into the idea of what was it? Because I know eventually maybe even servers might go and say, "Hey, you can't like." What was it like? If you maybe on Portal or something along those lines. If I don't know if you can bring these maps into Portal, correct? Yeah, you should be. Able, yeah, you should be able to create yeah, Portal so like, on these. You know, it'll be it'll be like um. You know, uh, back in the old days, you know, no XM20s, um, stuff like that, you know, servers that are banning these type of um, weapons, um, which is cool. But I know it's not going to be like the main fix for that. Um, but I do. I really do enjoy um, close quarters infantry. I mean, Operation Metro by far was my favorite since Battlefield 3. Um, Locker was OK for me. I think Locker was pretty fun, but Metro was always top dog for when it came to that. Um, yeah, I don't know if, and I was having a conversation with some friends earlier as well, too, if this is already still about a season six as well, too, with the fixes and whatnot. I know we said it before on the show, if it's too little too late for this, or is it still worth, like, even just forget about the one, Matt. Think, um, if you combine at least all the fixes that they've done, does it make up for the release? Like, let's say right now, and I know it's not, but let's say two, three months from now, it becomes the perfect game. You know, would that make you want to reinstall and main it? Or does that not change the fact of, in my opinion, it doesn't change the fact that EA effed up in the beginning. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Like, I don't think anything could really fix it. Um, as far as like making it right you know like how they um how they released it really broken they obviously knew that it was broken um they took people's money anyway they didn't offer any kind of refund or or anything like that they basically was a business transaction where they didn't hold up their end of the deal right and and still took people's money um but i would say right now it it's a really good shooter um for what it is but I don't think there's anything it's not that battlefield. I don't think there's yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel very battlefieldy. Uh, but I I don't think there's anything that they can do to make it like completely the battlefield game that everyone wanted because the amount of content is just in the dumpster, man. And and I was I was yeah. going to get into that a little bit too. Uh, Ghost Gaming uh, made a tweet um, looking at uh, like the battle pass. So he said that as good as a small amount of content looks without a map rework and some vault weapons to provide some much needed mid-season content, I doubt most players will stick around. So because based on the battle pass, season six is going to last 16 weeks. So you have one map and three weapons. Only one is an AR. And that's supposed to last you four months. And, and, that, and that's where we got into it a little bit with like Call of Duty is like they have... They have like four week seasons and a two week season reloaded. Like they're Yeah. I mean they're, they're always popping with even content. though most of it might be cosmetics. Right. You know, but I mean but they they have it. They have content still regardless. But I mean, like you have you you have a game where you're already just a miserably low map count. Um uh two two of the three modes have been abandoned right like hazard zone was abandoned portal has received zero content updates and then on top of that every season has one map and now they've extended how long the seasons last 
to 16 weeks of one map and three weapons. It's just even though even though the gameplay plays well, this yeah. lackluster and borderline offensive amount of content is not going to do anything to bring the numbers back. Also for the, the price back. that they're currently selling at as well. And this bring I think this brings up another point. The price of the original battlefields, I mean, at least in the newer generations, Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, Battlefield 1. Um, I don't remember if Battlefield 5 had a campaign or had like those story missions, correct? Right? Like different um, characters that you would play as. Right. Right? Something Which along one? those lines. I didn't really play Battlefield 5. Battlefield 5. Or is that Battlefield 1? Uh, Battlefield One, both right and Five both had war stories. They were like little mini war stories. That's what that is. But still, but but you take that plus all the content that they they did release, all the maps, all the updates, all the weapons, all the theaters of war, whatnot, all the game modes. I think that was justifiable for the price tag at the time. Now. This price tag is just horrendous for the amount of content in the game. You're getting way less content with the same price, if not more, if you pre-order. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. When you're, when you're talking about this game as like a disservice to the community, you go back to pre-launch and they're like, we're not doing a campaign so we can focus on a robust multiplayer experience. You have like less than a half of the normal maps at this moment in time as previous battlefield titles plus you didn't do a campaign plus you abandoned the two other modes it's like you can barely scrap together enough to even call it a season with one map and you and, and you got rid of all this stuff so you could focus on and i say this all the time quote unquote from andrew wilson on ea earnings calls a robust live service this is anything but, and it, it's it's terrible. And basically, they're doing the bare minimum to so they can basically say, "Hey, we're still supporting it." Um, yeah, but they're 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 technically supporting the game, but they are not supporting the community. If that makes sense, there there's there's no planet, there's no there's no universe where one map and three guns is supposed to last a player base four months, and it's going to bring everyone back to the game. I'm gonna hop into this thing. Just like last season, because I thought the last season map was pretty cool. I could barely, re it was so long ago, but that map, I hopped in. I was like, man, this is really cool. I'm feeling good. And then it starts to sink in on like day three or four. This is it. Um, it's just one map. And I, I always go back to like how, how hyped I used to get for like the Battlefield 1 DLCs and take days off work when they'd release like four giant maps. And it, it just was, it was awesome. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And then Looks I even like had, back. I even had a couple of people in my stream are like, "Man, I miss, I miss you playing Battlefield 5 And it's like, that's another layer. You can't on PC. <laughs> it's like we sit here and we bitch about this game, and and somebody's inevitably gonna say, "Hey, well, why don't you go back and play the old ones if you don't like this one?" On PC, you yeah, just can't. Oh my god, you can't. There's I too literally many had. Oh my. God. This is this is this frustrated me a little bit. There was a guy on my chat this morning. I was saying FPS gaming is dry as as fuck nowadays. Gaming just feels dead to me, and I couldn't tell if it was just because of my, 
you know, maybe I'm just getting older enough to where, you know, I have too many life things to handle and stuff like that. So I can't play as much. And maybe if I expanded my horizons outside of shooters, I might be a bit happier. But even people who are outside of shooters are still having these issues with buggy and broken games coming out. And he mentioned, well, go play Insurgency Sandstorm, go play Squad, go play, you know, these games that have been out for 10 years, five years, you know, quote unquote. Um, and it's, uh, it's very frustrating that people have that mentality because I know that's not the only one. I know that's, he's not the only person that thinks that. Like, well, we have all these other games that we can go play. That's not the point. These games are old. Those games are old. Insurgency Sandstorm might, that, might not be that old. Let's take that, for example. But it's time for the next one. Same thing with Battlefield right now. I, like, I just want to move on to the next Battlefield at this point just to see what's going to happen next. I mean, the fact that this was supposed to be, this Battlefield 2042 was supposed to be the love letter to Battlefield fans. That was yeah. supposed to be our game. Yeah. Clearly, that awesome. isn't the case. In air quotes. <laughs> this, was a, this was a Dear John letter, not no love letter. Buff's back. I'm back. Um, so, yeah, that's that's just the incredible, like gaslighting and downfall that that's been put on to us by by Dice and EA. It went from, oh well, we have to, and everything led us to think it was going to be good, right? Like we're not going to have a campaign, so we can have extra multiplayer content. It's got the least amount of multiplayer content ever. Oh, we're going to have Portal where we're going to give you new and exciting ways to play old content. They haven't added a single map to it since launch when they said at launch that this is only the beginning for portal and then uh hazard zone like i'm not i just that's all i have to say just say hazard zone and you it's like you can laugh and we move on because that's all it's worth and, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh then yeah you have now you have this map which i think looks sick and then but the specialists are going to probably make it play shitty and you're going to play it for like four or five days and be like well Cool, that's supposed to last me for four to five months. Exactly. And like I'm gonna install it and then just after I'm done with that, I'm probably gonna uninstall again. Just because it, it's like, all right, this is wasting space on my hard drive. And then I could also hear the voice of public opinion saying, But Crash, Crash, you play you play Rainbow Six Siege and they they only have one map every couple months. That's the difference in the gameplay, man. Like this there's I mean Every single match of Rainbow Six plays out different because of the depths of the operators, the soft destruction in the maps, the different tactics you can use. There's a hundred different ways you can even attack a map. And then, but this is like, it's gonna play the same. You're gonna cap the objectives close to you. Then you're gonna have an absolute meat grinder shit storm with grenades and stuff everywhere. You're gonna shoot, spawn, die, shoot, spawn, die, shoot, spawn, die, shoot, spawn, die. Somebody's gonna flank. Oh shit, they took the one behind us. We gotta go back and get it. Then you're gonna come back to the middle and shoot, spawn, die, shoot, spawn, die. That doesn't last people yeah. four to five months. It's a different game. And one of the coolest things about Battlefield used to be those DLC packs, man. The maps were beautiful. There was a lot to explore. And that gave you the variety of gameplay because at least for a season, there was like four maps to rotate through and they, and they played differently and you could play in different ways and stuff. But it's just, yeah, it's just a bummer because the map looks cool. They, they still know how to make cool looking maps. Um, that's for sure. This one looks unique, but there's just one of I'm, them, man. I'm really bummed that you missed like the peak, what I consider the peak of Battlefield, like Battlefield 3 and, and even a little bit of 4, I oh. thought was, but like, because 
Everything you just said, I completely agree with. And especially Rainbow Six Siege. I mean, that's like a nine-year-old game or almost at this point. There's a big difference between Battlefield 2042, which took X amount of years to to finally get a new title. And then, you know, it's like less than two years old or maybe two years old at this point. But, you know, back in Battlefield 3, like you just said, the DLCs and stuff. Like, for example, you know, especially even the um, Rent-A-Server program that they had. So, like, I, in Battlefield 3 and 4... My buddies and I had our own servers, a couple of them that we would have, and pick your own your own ticket count, your own map rotation, all of that. Um, that like made it so fun. So when you're between DLCs, like you're still playing Battlefield the way you want to play, and like our servers would be populated like crazy. Um, you know, the best map rotations, best modes, ticket counts. It was just awesome. So you play the game how you want to play it. And here, like you said. I mean, the map does look great, and I really like what they're doing with the weapons. They've added some really good weapons. Like here, you have like the more futuristic take on the VHS one or VHS two we're seeing, um, which is awesome. And like the model looks really good. Everything that they've added, like the evils and some other guns previously, like look awesome. It's just a shame that they've gotten rid of. You know, like you said, they they sacrificed um, single player for for X and this for that and everything's gotten worse. And I think when you look at like momentum, right, you know, this game coming out of the gate had such promising uh, potential and it came in with like the, all they had, all they had to do was create a, a good battlefield game and the momentum would have been theirs because everyone was sick of wars at the time and call of duty. And like, they would have just had so much momentum and they lost everybody immediately because they under delivered immense. And you can't, no matter what they do post-launch here, they add, even if they're adding some good, one or two good maps this season, good weapons, like, you can't regain that momentum. Like, momentum lost um, is almost impossible to gain back once you've lost it. Much easier to maintain momentum than lose it and get it back. And at this point, that's where I think where this game is. It's just like, no matter what they do, the hardcore guys that are still playing it are going to still play it, but you're not going to win back people to this game, period. I think, to your point, Blue, like, I'm just waiting for... I just want to see what they're doing next. And I'm, I'm, I want to see what it they're doing next. scares me even more. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah I, want to, I want to see what they're doing yeah. next, not because I have faith that they're going to fix it, because I am 99.9% .9 confident that they're going to just do the same dumb crap that they did here. They're just going to double down based on their comments that they've said about how, you know, the players just didn't understand specialists. So they didn't just that or the they were making the next game a platform. And, and, yeah. yeah, it's just. So I think that's really unfortunate because I mean the weapon, the weapons that they're adding look, you know, they're cool, and I just. But also looking at the gameplay, um, it does the one thing that really bugged me about twenty forty two. Granted, I I'm not really want to talk because I didn't play it much, but again, look at the gameplay. It just looks very. It looks too. It looks too fast paced. Like they're trying to copy COD with the movement, specifically in this game. Now, Battlefield One was like a little bit fast, which was fine. I thought One, and I never played Five, but Five looked okay for some reason. I don't know why it is. This just looks too. It looks it too twitchy. Um, and like you know, Battlefield Three and Four were slow. I'm not saying a new a new Battlefield needs to be slow, but it should it should have its own identity. And I think what they did here, specifically with this title, is they tried to. You know, we talked about it before they cop tried to copy what Bringing was the hot. operators. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not with the movement and all this. Stuff. It's just it, they lost their identity of what made Battlefield Battlefield. 
And, and, and it's definitely part. like, especially when it comes to like the old school battlefields, Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four. They weren't mm. mil sims, but no, they were. Not at all. Yeah, they were definitely a little bit slower paced. You definitely had to, you know, watch your angles a little bit more. But yep. and that brings up another thing too, because I know. Do you think? And we talk about live service games that have like killed like the gaming industry. What about back in the day, especially when like Battlefield Three had Battlefield Three Premium, mm-hmm. and that would like end up dividing some um you know players back in the day like if you and your buddy were playing together and mm-hmm. he had premium you didn't you couldn't play on some of the maps that were going through the rotation do well, you think the but then thing, again also you had the you had content back then right so back it, then when they were yeah. reintroduced when they were introducing live service mm-hmm. you were still getting a full game right but yeah, I, I, like, I don't I know would, they should switch back to that i'd old go back to premium in a, i'd go back to premium in a heartbeat and also when you when you you know my so the way it worked at least with playstation i don't know if this was the, the thing with pc or xbox but you know there was no cross play then so playstation would only play the playstation and when we did yeah. do the, the new uh dlc maps i never noticed you know on battlefield 3 and even 4 well 4 in its prime wasn't bad but like 3 where i had the server the longest I never noticed like when we're on the new maps i never noticed like there being a lack of players because you had a server browser you could go find a server, a server browser but the other thing is with playstation what we would do is um i could i would give my playstation password to my friend and he would log into my account on his playstation and download the dlc and like that wasn't it wasn't like a, a cheat or an exploit or anything like you were allowed to download on your account to like x amount of like systems so i remember yeah, just, i don't think you could have you could do that on the xbox and i remember, yeah. but I remember seeing that on playstation mm-hmm. but so like, um, we, we would go in a pool yeah. and be like okay we'll split up 50 50 i'll buy it and then i'll you know you'll log in and download it after me like, that's, that's pretty dope that's awesome yeah. no i would i would say um so it did split the player base but i would go so far as to say both of those chunks of players is bigger than the skeleton of a community that's left now true so right, piss on right. it give, yeah. give it back man like and the content you were getting with premium, like that was, was worth, worth paying. It. Yeah, that was worth paying for, in my opinion. And you know, you look at three specifically was freaking amazing with what they did three, post-launch. Three's premium was the best for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and then they always bring up like Battlefield 4. Every time I, I especially those hardcore 2042 fans that swear that it's a good game now, they always bring up the, the Battlefield 4, like, oh well, when that released or when Battlefield 3 released and stuff like that, specifically four, because it did take a little bit longer after mm-hmm. for after release to become a good game yeah but they were actually giving out and putting out the content mm-hmm. then yeah because right. i would i would argue that 2042 is in a pretty good like balanced gameplay wise state minus the inherent issues with specialists and stuff like that that i hate but like the game itself works and it's yeah. playable <laughs> but there's just nothing to play it's not gonna it's not gonna keep you around um exactly and, and i would like to address the people who are like well, this is this is a, this is your guys' fault because you wanted you wanted free live service, you wanted free DLC, and it's like, dude, Thank you. there, no one could have saw this coming. That's not because, an excuse for a really poor game with no content. That's not yeah, that's, because, yeah, live services. It's not an excuse because we when they said they were going to free DLC to keep the player base together, they didn't say we're cutting out eighty percent of the content. Right. That was not that was not like part of the deal um i guess we should have saw it coming but it's like 
how they I just remember back in the day when we're going from Battlefield 1 to Battlefield 5, they had us hyped for free live service because they said they didn't want to split the player base and they insinuated and they made it sound like we would be getting the same amount of content, but it's just for free. They basically said, we expect to keep the live service going as we have in the past. You just won't have to pay for it and all playable content's going to be free. So if they hold up their end, there's nothing in there that says we're going to cut out 80% of the content. They didn't tell us that. They didn't have to. It didn't need to be that way. Um, but that's that's just how it, that's just how it worked. Um, yeah, if that were something they said, if they said, okay, guys, do you want live free service with 20% of the content you used to have, or do you want then we would have said, premium? Hell no, yeah, man. we would have said, screw that, give us the premium <laughs> easily. But you, and you can't you can't really say also you can't really say well it's not sustainable because call of duty is literally doing it now um they're they're coming out with a bunch of new modes and stuff for their battle royale but they're also coming out with three 6v6 maps every season which we used to get four but i would say we're at a comparable amount of content to the dlc days because of all the other stuff with the war zone and things like that like playable content there's going to be like new ground war maps and stuff like that yeah. so it's like and you get new gunfight maps so i feel like that they're really close to being as we were with DLC. They, they basically said they're making more money though. They're making like Call of Duty is making more money yeah. than ever because you look at the store bundles. <laughs> That's what I wanted the, to bring up. The store bundles, like you're paying. Okay, what's the? So I just paid. I paid seventy for Modern Warfare Three Base Edition pre-order. Um, if I buy three in-store items when the game launches, I will have already. Uh, probably equaled or surpassed the amount that I purchased the game for. So, like, they're making buckets load more money. So, that's what the thing is. Like, live service, I mean, Call of Duty, I think, does a really good... They do a really, really good job. Love or hate the content that they come out with. There's always stuff in the store, for the most part. Um, so, Battlefield really just needed to follow that. There's, if they if they gave good content like they used to, they should be making more money via the store. Yeah. But... That's the thing, yeah. Well, because well, real quick, because like to just to to comment on what Pyro saying in chat, and as much as yes, that may, sort of makes sense when it comes to you pay less money, you get less for your product. I get that, but you're that's not the issue. The issue is that we are people are they're making way more money now than they were back with premium and battle packs and expansions back then than they were like well than they are now. Well, I should say like they're making more now than they were back then. So that's well, call it, call still no excuse. I, don't, I, don't, I would I don't doubt Battlefield. I don't, about, I don't think Battlefield. Battlefield, no. Oh. Battlefield, no. But just live service games in general. Right, right, right. Just live service games are making more money now because yeah. of those skins. Because they're paying, yeah. you're paying thirty dollars for yeah. a skin bundle. Yeah. You know, which is which was the same, if not a little bit more, than a expansion pack or bundle for, uh, you know, a map pack for Call of Duty back in the day. You know. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. premium for Battlefield was, I think, what seventy. Or in Battlefield Three, or maybe something. Yeah, maybe it was forty. I have, I have I to go back. It was like an additional forty or something, but you know. Yeah, but you, that, you but basically, you're basically now. Twice. Yeah, you're, but, but now it's you're paying forty bucks every season. Right. Well, and it what you was know, really cool too more, is yeah, it more. was yeah. What what's really cool too is it was like a completely transparent transaction. You're mm -hmm. gonna get four seasons of four maps with new guns for this price. Okay. I'll do that. And guess what? You got four seasons of format. Like you knew what you were going to get to. Like, and they the, had that mapped I, out months in advance. Right. They, and like I, Battlefield used to have the roadmap to show you what, what at least the next three 
DLC packs were going to be. Yeah. And, and I, I really think the live service also gives these companies a shitty amount of flexibility to where, okay, well, Battlefield 2042 didn't hit. Let's cut back on the content. We had, we had like 10 maps planned. Well, hey, let's just uh, trickle those out instead of coming out with packs of three. Let's just do one map and we don't have to make any more and we can say we support it just because the game didn't hit. We're not going to be able to bring people back. Let's just coast it out. It gives them, it gives them that flexibility to... Right. To to be able to like to cop out stuff and not have to not have to come through with it and and that and I also think shitty. they looked at it and said okay well this is where the game's at so we need to shift our development team to a new project and I know we went over in the past like skeleton crew I don't think that twenty forty two has been operating on a skeleton crew but they definitely haven't been operating on like a full development team otherwise like you said they would have had some more content and now it's more we're we as the player base are kind of left in the dark. You know, what's, what's, even with Call of Duty, we really don't, typically don't know what those next seasons are. It's just kind of when you get close to it, they'll announce it. Whereas yeah. premium, at least for, for Battlefield, that was a few months down the months road. Months in advance. Was, yeah. The roadmap was planned month to month, and you would at least see. I remember with Battlefield 4, it was like you got like the, the Chinese, China Rising was the first one. And then you had like two more that they had. And the other ones were question marks until you got closer. They did that with Battlefield 3, too. Call of Duty, I mean, they announced, like, okay, you might figure out what the next season is, like, maybe two or three weeks officially prior to it coming, pending. But, yeah, I mean, I'd prefer to pay up front knowing I'm getting, they're locked into something. And I think that's kind of how they right. get get around it legally is, okay, well, you know, they're not purchasing this, so we're not, we don't, we're not contractually obligated to do this because you know, no one can sue us now. Yep, pretty much. So, yep. all of that to say, <laughs> I see a lot of people on Twitter like Battlefield's back. This map looks awesome. It's like, dude, just said it. Map one yeah, for yeah, like map. five months, dude. Like, mm-hmm. come on, you like yeah. people? Yeah, it's, it's not. It gonna- sucks because if if um like especially with Portal, I mean, like the Portal, the the most fun I had in this game was Portal, and like I think, like I said, a lot of the weapons and attachments they have in this game are awesome. You know, I just really there's so much about the game that just turns me off if you t- if you took all the weapons and put it into all of this into just battlefield 3 portal with with a lot more refinement like i'd be totally be playing it and just there's just a lot there's a, little, a lot wrong with 2042 i think from like like a lot of choices are made just not not a fan of it yeah. and they'll, they'll yeah. never win me back just because of i mean i remember when it was launching we were we were all like freaking hyped about it right i was i was oh, yeah, to, i was so hyped to finally yeah, they, be they a showed the YouTuber. in the trailer yeah this clearly was supposed to be for the fans you yeah. know uh, oh yeah and, man. like i think their promises they just let us down so much that after i played it for like two or three weeks i was like i'm done <laughs> yeah i was hyped man my channel was shitting in high cotton too like i was killing yeah. it on youtube and loving it and it's just like this yeah. is the first season where I, i'm not even i don't even want to make a video about it at all just just because yeah. I, I'm I'm quite frankly I'm disgusted by it. Like you have, you made all these we made all these concessions as a community to to get rid of the campaign to to not do hazard zone to to accept nothing new in Portal so we could focus yeah. on multiplayer. And you have all this money to focus on multiplayer, and you get one map and three guns for five months. It's like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. out. Like it's just right. not it's not cool. Like to, not to be cool. fair though, when we talk about the single, like I agree with all that. And in the single player part too, but to be fair, Battlefield originally in its heyday, like leading up, I think 
the first campaigns were the bad companies, I believe. Um, so there, yeah, there, yeah. there historically was never a campaign. Yeah. Um, but look at the look at the the quality of those games. Right. Right? Like Battlefield Two is just like still remake that shit today. I'll pay one hundred twenty dollars for that. Those, oh, those yeah. are good. Those are good, deep, deep games that you that have replay value. And and these are like this this one specifically is like a shell of what Battlefield was. Agreed. Completely agree. And I was us. Yeah. 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 Well. Sorry, guys. Um. <laughs> all right. So, so the next thing, uh, real briefly, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Alara Prime with Blue. Are you Are you gonna DMCA me if I play your video, Blue? Are you gonna gonna, gonna get uh, me? Clearly. Yeah. Okay. All right. I expect all that money uh, back okay. from this podcast. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. All, I think it was like a dollar and fourteen cents. So I expect that back. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I'll send you a check. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Um, no, uh, Blue and I last week got to play a new game that I, I think has a, a lot of potential. Um, we say that a lot. I know you've never heard it before. Um, but Alara Prime. So basically what it is, it's kind of like a, a CSGO or a Valorant, but you have more traditional ADS mechanics where you aim down sights, but it's got that kind of slower place tactical movement. And... Um, the, the thing that's different about it and why I think it has promises um, where I like these one life game modes, the bomb type game modes, it's like that, but with a twist finally. And that is you have two attacking teams and one defending team. So there are three teams of four uh, vying after uh, the bomb site. And it really leads to a lot of variety in the rounds. Um, I was really surprised yeah. with how the loadouts work. And this game, this game potentially has the as i mean it's got to be close to the amount of depth that rainbow six has with its gadget interactions and the loadouts and stuff that you can do there's a lot of different gadgets and a lot of different ways you can play it doesn't we just scratch the surface yeah like i kept learning like every round i would learn something new about oh that's this counters Dude, that or same. this does that or whatever so um they're working through this game uh fall damage is the studio that's working on it um i'll probably be making uh another video um about it more in depth uh in in the near future when it yeah. gets closer but uh it's a cool game to to keep an eye out for alara prime it, it has i didn't realize cool some the 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 founders three out of the four were former dice employees not not just regular dice employees either top of you know anders you know oh wow Battlefield, yeah, fans will know who Anders is, especially you know. So yep. he's now one of the guys that are is leading this project, and him and Marcus, um, Michael, I believe too. I think he was one of them as well too. Um, but when I found out that that was the case, I was like, whoa, okay, there's some like validity validity behind um, this studio. It's not just um, yeah. like some random, you know, small indie team. Um, and the fact that I saw that they grew recently as well, too. Um, they're still hiring as well, too. Um, but the fact that they also have a release year of next year as well, 2024. So, and from what we played, I think all it needs is more maps. And, oh, God, there's something else I said. More maps. I would say more game modes. Yeah. And more game modes because I know people are probably going to want to play like your classic, like you know, spawn, respawn, die, you know, um, game modes, stuff like that. But yeah. where it shines is that that 2v1 team battle, 
And 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 this game also has uh, quite a bit more stuff to do with onboarding, um, since it is so complicated. Um, they have some work to do there, but they're on the right track. There's actually a course you can go through where you go through, you walk through it, and it uses all the like uh, it uses all the different gadgets, and it shows you how to use them and yeah. what to do and what to situations to do. And then is that um, a thing in Rainbow Six? What's that? Can you do like a training mode or tutorial to learn every single gadget? Uh, I'm not sure every single gadget, but there is a lot of training grounds and there's um there's a uh, situations that it's called that you go through and you play through and it, you do the different mechanics and stuff within situations like the basics right, of Rainbow. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is gonna be a cool game. It ran really well too. Um, yeah. I will be playing this when it launches for sure. They're gonna have a ranked mode at launch and. For someone that wants to and try, that was the first question you asked when, when you were talking with them. Oh yeah, I said yeah. They, I, they, I said ranked win. Like this has to have a ranked mode. Um, I will say the only thing that worries me, um, and we just started talking about maps. Now this is a game where every match plays out different. I mean, you have three teams, so like the two attacking teams can fight each other. One attacking team can hold back, wait to try to third party when the defenders and attackers. The other attacking team, like it no round played out the same there's a ton of gadgets that have different interactions and things like that but uh she said they're gonna have like two maybe three maps at launch and i'm i was like a little bit cringed at that um that's a very small amount of is that maps. what they wait what there's gonna be two or three maps at launch that's it uh, i worry about that and I, that is a big worry and yeah. and that's the thing too it's like you're going against titans not yeah. not big you know, game you're going against games that have been there for years. You know, even yeah. Valorant, even though it hasn't been around for years, it is a titan now it's in huge. that um, game mode. And and the reason I worry about it that is I don't think it'll be too terrible as far as like gameplay is concerned because the rounds play out so different. It's just gonna feel stale if you're on the same two maps like all the time. It's gonna be like more of a feeling thing than an actual repetitive gameplay thing. Um, but. Well, yeah. that's the thing too. It's like same thing with uh, with R six. I mean, it's not as destructive, but it is. There is variety every single round. Even if you take the same lane, there's still. It feels like there's a different tactic or um, you know, gameplay mechanic that you can use. Um, the two maps worries me, and that's the thing too. It's like by the time this game comes out, people already have like forgotten about it. And that's what I, I worry about as well, too. Um, I hope the marketing is going to be on point. Um, I don't think just having content creators make videos about your game is the move. You need to put some money into marketing because um, you're just getting access to free marketing at that point. I think um, they're going to when it gets closer, she said. Yeah, but and, and another thing is, too, um, I like the game mode. It, I love, like, the game modes in Counter-Strike. I don't like the gameplay in Counter-Strike. I was never a fan of the way Counter-Strike played, of, like, just uh, when you ADS, it just zooms in a little bit. Um, the, what was it, like, you always, the, the recoil patterns, there, I did notice, too, in a lower prime, um, with the SMG that I was using, it's, I, I tested that on the wall, it's the same recoil pattern every single time. Um, so, all you gotta, you know, learn is how to control that recoil pattern, and you're accurate 100% of the time, so. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, either. Um, but I'd rather not also have random recoil as well, too, because I think that's kind of annoying. So, um, 
it isn't a run a run and gun game. It is a slow pace. Take your time. Watch your angles. I like that, but um, I don't know. I'm. I don't. Is it crossplay too? Is it coming out on different consoles or is it just PC? I think I this would do really PC. well on consoles, well too. I don't know. I, I don't know that. Yeah, uh, that's that's. Not, yeah, I might have to. It's an element more ask because that's another that's another you know thing that could help out as well too. Agreed. We'll talk more about that game as it gets closer for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, buff. You ready? I want to make time sure we got, I want to make sure we got time to talk about it. The if my internet cooperates, yeah. My internet cooperates. I'm ready. <laughs> T's and P's to Buff's internet. Let's get into. Um. So yeah, are you gonna are you gonna DMCA me if I play your gameplay? Hundred percent, dude. And I'm gonna charge uh, interest. So okay. Know. Ooh, see, I didn't charge interest last time. All right, check <laughs> checks in the mail. Um. So, <laughs> so yeah, Buff is the only one of us uh, on uh, PlayStation. He's the Sony pony. Um, so he got to play the beta and <laughs> I watched him doing it, watched him playing it. And I think it looks better than M dub too. Am I, am I wrong on that? Um, yeah, definitely like gameplay wise, how everything feels, the movement. Yeah. I, I, I definitely like it. Um, in that regard, better than Modern Warfare 2 for sure. It just, it feels, it feels more odd, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. My my biggest question is the visual recoil. That's what I'm worried about. Was it a little easier to see your screen? Like when you're so much, yeah, so much easier, especially like the gun I'm using here. Um, this is the, I think it's the MTZ 762 in game. It's the CZ Bren 2 chambered in 308 in, in real life. And like this thing, you know, comparable to probably the Scar Heavy, um, the, the Mark 17. So if, if, if you look at like the Scar Heavy recoil in Modern Warfare 2, going to the gunsmith with that, Hit it out for best recoil attachments and fire it. And then you look at the recoil on this, it's night and day. Like I, I I'm able to hit targets very far away with this. Um little ad wrap there, beautiful. Um get paid, so dude. I think the, yeah, right. The visual recoil is so much better. It's just you, your screen's not obstructed and just the the violent the violent recoil of a seven six two by thirty or by a fifty one here is is so much easier. You can see that recoil like it kicks. There's recoil for sure, but yeah, it's so much easier to see and control for sure. And I'm I'm a hundred percent fine with like recoil, but I just want to be able to yeah. see. Yeah, like cause yeah. the screen just like when you shoot guns at MW two, your screen just goes right. crazy. And that's um, why, like, the Scar Heavy is, is a great example of, like, because this right here is comparable to the Scar Heavy as far as the weapon itself goes. So, like, you just look at this recoil that I'm getting here with no suppressor or muzzle attachment, and then go in your firing range and, and mess around with the Scar Heavy. Because it, it does feel like they changed, like, the smoke, the muzzle smoke and stuff. Like, more smoke yeah. is on the screen as it comes out of the chamber, the port, rather than your entire screen in mw2 flashes when you shoot yeah it's not it's not something i really noticed at all with with like the smoke obstructing the screen things like that everything it it was really clean and easy to to see my target and adjust while shooting for sure cool uh, that's that's like the that's the biggest thing for me straight up um, what do you think about the reports of hackers already on the, the beta oh i pulled that up i was going to ask about that too yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I saw it with the PS4, like the jailbroken PS4s from Charlie Intel said it, and like that's like blatantly obvious. There's it, 
So like what they said is like that's the only stuff that this had because I ran into even today I was I was messing around. I ran into like some questionable things, but again, I don't know if you know I can't be positive if it's if it's hackers or not. And that goes to some like gripes as far as like things I want to see um made a little bit more easier to like, you know, I I really need to it needs to be more obvious when an enemy UAV is up. Cause like there's some instances where like I'm like, holy shit, like that dude's like, you know, this is this is obvious. You can see that dude's locking like hardcore and this what you're showing yeah. probably ends up. But like there's definitely some clips out there and some stuff I ran into where like, you know, the dude it looks like he's could probably see me through the wall and then goes and free aims. But again, you don't know because it's not obvious if there's a UAV up, but to me at least. So that's something like UAV, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I want to. I, it, it, like old, my, old Call of Duties used to have like right in the setting of screen on the top, like their calling card would come up, like uh, activated UAV, you know, and it, yeah. instead of just the the um like audio cue. Um, so I think that would help a lot. As far as hacking goes, I mean, you're gonna get hackers no matter what. Um, but supposedly yeah. it's only the jailbroken stuff right now. It's funny so. how Twitter put that little added context on the bottom as well too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. expect Twitter to even like give it you know the time of day but the fact that apparently this is a single case from someone with a dev kit like that's very specific yeah yeah and like and like that's the kill cam's like so yeah you can that's such an obvious case where it's like there's other stuff that has happened to me and i've seen online which is like questionable you know you're like okay probably has a uav and uh you know different like the perks he's popping battle rage it is what it is so it's really hard to to tell so trying not to like jump to conclusions for anything weird that i see in the beta but if you saw this i'd be reported it <laughs> yeah i mean because yeah. this was this was a huge surprise to me because i've always been of the camp you know like you're not going to see very many cheaters on console like just because of how how that how they work like yeah the closed ecosystem that they are so this was a surprise to me but the dev kit kind of makes sense this is somebody that purchased a dev kit online um right the thing that I do think is a really common, and this is just me uh, complaining uh, with consoles, is I think people use Cronuses a lot uh, with mouse and keyboard to get aim assist. Because um, I'll, I'll kind of take a mental note um, of, of how many like controller versus mouse players are in the pre-lobby when we're playing Search. And I will see... So we'll have like... We'll be against somebody will be against some console folks that are that all their input devices say controller and then they're hitting some like nasty insta flicks and stuff and it's like yeah yeah i i just i i think cronuses are pretty common i mean even uh i just remember back in the day you could pick them up at gamestop and stuff like they're readily available at like major electronics yeah. retailers uh to be able to buy these and i call them cheating devices because if dude if you're getting aim assist with a mouse like come on man like that's a little crazy so i i feel like that's probably fairly common and how i understand it there's also ways that cronuses can get feedback and kind of sense aim assist and make it even stronger um so yeah. so i don't even know and they, they, they like cronuses have like a bunch of mods and stuff like mod packs too so like yeah anything that comes out you can yeah use, yeah, yeah. all that to use yeah and I will so, say too. Uh, oh, sorry. Go for oh it, no, go for it. I was I was just gonna say like this. This caught me by surprise. Like to have like crazy insta lock aimbot stuff on console. But I do think there is a problem on console when it comes from those strike packs. They can auto like auto take away um, recoil. Um, they can like shoot spam right. fast. Like so, if you have like the scar H or mm-hmm. whatever, and you have it on single fire, it can spam mm-hmm. that super super fast and have no recoil. Makes basically make it a two shot laser beam. 
Like there are devices that console players use that emulate controllers. And I think that is a pretty, pretty apparent issue. Um, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. And in original Warzone, like I played some friend of a friend who like had a Coronas and he was using the, uh, the FAL on Modern Warfare 2019 Warzone. And he's like, yeah, it like has the, the full auto stuff and like the recoil stuff. But he was like, yeah, kind of like, is even worse with these on so i don't think he knew what he was doing but yeah i mean you can <laughs> no recoil full auto single fire stuff yeah it's crazy yeah and they're pretty cheap too i think i don't know like but they're, they're like two it like depends i think like some of the more expensive ones like are like two to three hundred or more which, for me yeah, not bad for me i want to know about the movement how that movement feels to you especially on controller because i know i've seen uh, joke post go around i think it was a joke post going around about this guy just going crazy with this like why why movement and i, I will actually see if i can bring it up and send it to you real quick um crash to the oh, sorry to, to the production team right 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 um, yeah yeah we have people for that yeah 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 we got people for that sorry i mean to put it all on you um so only only because it feels like someone's joking but at the same time does the movement feel like you're able to just basically bunny hop everywhere and slide down a hill, especially like on, on a state? I saw someone like slide down a hill, basically take minimal damage and able to like go back up. It was crazy to there's, watch. Yeah, there's like a there's like a slide bug that exists even in Modern Warfare 2's Warzone and stuff now where like you can like dolphin dive and like slide like some ridiculous stuff. But I, I've seen that too, but it didn't. It didn't feel like that, and I'm probably not the best use case because, like, I was running around with like this heavy ass Bren too. Majority of the time, like, I wasn't using the ACR at all or any of those like fast guns or anything. So, but, I mean, you can see me here with the Uzi out. Like, you're you're moving fast, but like, you're not. You know, the 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 uh, slide cancel doesn't reset your sprint, and you really can't like spam jump obnoxiously, and it does throw off your aim too. So, like, yeah, close quarters. Yeah. Like, you know, if I had a back paddle on my control or something and could jump it would probably be better but even when i got in those engagements like you know i'm still able to hit my shots and stuff i'm just using probably like the worst gun in the game here <laughs> but it, it felt it felt great like the movement felt fine i mean definitely similar yeah. to work for 2019 but but not like as not nearly as spammy not however I, yeah but i mean I, you know, I did run into like stuff where people were like you know like look, spin over here spin over here look there spin dive like and like just doing like goofy movement stuff to do movement stuff but it's like is that going to be beneficial in a game like that that's what i wonder is i guess sure you could still possibly do that crazy movement but is it going to help you in a firefight you know and i think the 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 post that i I sent to the production team i'm pretty sure it's a troll but it doesn't feel like it's too far from the truth then that's another thing as well too is that i think people are able to actually go crazy with some of the movement it's, uh... that's definitely mouse and keyboard with like max sensitivity for sure <laughs> yeah yeah these yeah, guys I mean, gotta be trolling oh yeah, yeah trolling, there's man. there's no way like it looks like it's it's controller though because he's got like the uh the triggers looks like on the yeah it's funny it was just funny yeah. that i saw that but people in the comments were like this is this is gonna kill call of duty and stuff like that and it's just like well, so, well, now I'm glad uh, I knew I know someone that has actually played the beta. Yeah. That is, does it feel like? Have you seen this running around? You know, people just no, I haven't really seen that. I mean, crazy. no, cool. I haven't really seen that. But there's definitely movement over like, I mean, yeah, people with you have auto tax print on, which I don't have it on on my PlayStation. Um, 
I, I don't like to be running super fast all the time. It like makes me all just too crazy. But like, yeah, I mean, if you have auto attack sprint, like you can move back and forth and like you know use your movement to like evade pretty quickly. But also, it's not it's not like a game breaking thing or anything. I think that's where like where the attack stance comes in too. Like I ran into people doing that. that. Yeah, and I just use attack yeah. stance because it's like you're in a position where okay, I can't hit fire this dude, I can't ads this dude because he's moving like crazy. So I'm just gonna attack stance and like it, you know. It it has a like, I won a lot of gunfights like that, so it worked out well. I've noticed you were really slow and methodical, and you know, watching your corners and you know, mounting up on windows and stuff like that. You know, yeah, especially because I was using this heavy ass brand. So this this is like too, yeah. this is a gun that I think yeah. means a little bit of a buff too, as far as like damage goes, because the fire rate is like super slow and like this. Yeah, if you get in like if you get in like a one to one gunfight where you're both hitting shots at the same time, like you're gonna almost. 99 percent of the time <laughs> so it's like four four to five shots i don't know what the, i don't know it just so it just felt inconsistent but this is this is a this is a gun here that i do want to see like have something i don't know a little bit of a damage buff or what it is but yeah um, i mean because i was using this gun i'm like i'm not gonna challenge but if i were running something lighter um like the Brenado 5 in the assault rifle category i think it's the mtz 556 so like an acr something like yeah i'd be a little bit more aggressive so you did like the tax stance? Oh yeah, I, I loved it. <clears throat> it it worked out really well. I mean, with this gun here that you're seeing, because the rate of fire is so slow. I mean, it's I used it a little bit, and like it's it it's good. But like with other guns, like the the assault rifles, it feels amazing. And even the spear, which is another battle rifle, like this that gun you guys are seeing is the other. That's the brand battle rifle, but the spear is the other battle rifle that's available. And that gun, like rate of fire, is good. Tax stance, I, I love the tax stance with that gun just because the rate of fire is good. So like you can you can compete in better gunfights versus this having such a slow rate of fire. But yeah, tax stance works really well and I used it with my Uzi a lot too. Like typically when I'm in those in like rooms, like we were playing domin I was playing domination earlier, like um I was in a room or not domination, it was a uh, hard point. So I'm in the room, like a room on favela in one of those upstairs apartment rooms holding it and that you know, I have my Uzi out, but I'm going to go tax stance because people are going to like run in and slide. And if I'm in ADS, it's just not going to, I'm going to lose them. So I just tax stance it. Like it's so much easier to just have good close quarters aim, in my opinion. I think I could see myself using that quite a bit. I'm pretty excited for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. Some of the things that still worry me um, about this game and like my my video today, I talked about how some of the things that are frustrating about the game are extra frustrating because there's, and especially with the news we got today, there's not that many alternatives to play. Um, right. I'm still worried um, about the net code um, a little bit. Definitely, you... an, definitely an issue. Yeah. It's like the, the same, isn't it? This, it's like desync or something. Yeah. There was, you know, if you guys watch my stream, there was a couple instances where like, <clears throat> um, I see somebody there was an there's a, a spot on favela you know there's that tunnel you guys will you guys will remember it or see when you play and like you lay down and watch that lane I, I like ran through kept the flag i turn around lay down to watch watch the, through the tunnel where the enemy's going to come from and as soon as i see the guy he starts shooting and he kills me and then on my screen he comes around the corner through the tunnel before i even turn around to lay down and so there was like definitely some issues with that and i think that's where a lot of like the hit reg issues came from with that brand that i was using so i was like I hit this guy four shots on the chest at close range and he still kills me and I shot him first. So I, th I think it's definitely something um, with, with a net code, desync, something like that for sure. Yeah, and I, 
that's that's kind of the an, a perfect example of what I've been talking about, though. It's like the net code in MW2 is really bad. Um, and you really notice it in Search and Destroy where uh, every single gunfight counts for the round and kills count or and are very meaningful. And I'll, I'll have someone, I have countless clips of like I'm using the Geist, like the new Malyuk. And I'll mm -hmm. get, I'll, it's a three shot kill to the chest at, at like medium range, close range. And I'll get like a couple headshot hit markers and like three chest, three chest hit markers. And then I'm dead. And then I yeah, go back and yeah. watch it, and on the kill cam, I hit him once. It's like, then why did I get the feedback of these hit markers? And it's it right. happens a no. lot, and it's really shitty, and they have no reason to invest money in fixing the netcode because they're gonna make billions. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna like ruin your day here. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah, I figured I it'd be the same. Exactly <laughs> what I experienced with the beta. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm getting four to five hits, hitting the guy in the head, and then on the kill cam, he gets hit maybe once or twice. I'm right. That's well, yeah, going to be an issue. Know? Yep. And if, and if like Call of Duty really cared and wanted to give us a good product, the net code of a first-person shooter is like the backbone incredibly important to the experience. They would take maybe a couple of their billions of dollars and maybe invest in some better services and some new net code, like some sub-ping uh, net code packet information like CS2 is allegedly doing. Like they would... They don't, but they don't have to, right? Like people are gonna buy it, people are gonna play it, people are gonna buy the shit out of skins, and uh, yep, you know, fuck me. Um, so uh, the other, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm ho I'm hoping it gets, I'm hoping it gets better because I I don't run into that. I mean, I, granted, I don't play multiplayer in Modern Warfare Two, so I'm sure that's why I don't run into it as much because I just play DMZ. But yeah, and, definitely, definitely had a lot of that. I would say day two and three of the beta. Were you were you feeling the skill based matchmaking too? Like was that doing its thing, like as normal? Um, I don't know if it was skill based matchmaking. Like I don't use, I never use, I'm never one to use like the top weapons. So like everyone was running an ACR, I haven't even touched it yet. Is, I don't know if it was skill based matchmaking as far as like I have just like brain dead teams. Probably. Like ground war was <laughs> very difficult to play because I'm playing solo and just like people don't know. You know, it's like okay team, I'm the only one on the flag. Um, you know. I spawn on my teammate who's in a tank next to the flag and he does, he's not coming. You know, it's just like, you're dealing with like, it's just so frustrating. Cause I'm like, what the heck, what are you people doing? And then like the A flag is almost impossible to push. If you don't have the A, just don't even go over there. It's just, you're not, you're never going to take it. <laughs> nice. For domination. But I mean, skill based matchmaking, uh, I, I don't really, I, I didn't really notice it. It was more so my biggest issue was just being on teams of people who were just, not playing the objective and we're just like really bad and i'm i'm just assuming that all this stuff i'm complaining about for modern warfare 2 is stuff that they're not going to change because the game is so interrelated like it's this is essentially like was could have been a dlc for the game um so the the skill-based matchmaking issues i have is i i have a net doom router um, where I can actually see where the servers are located and what my ping is to them oh, nice. and and I can also draw a geofence like people said they use them for hacking or whatever I literally what you can do is you can do a ping heat map and it'll ping all the servers for call of duty and you can find the one that has the lowest ping closest to me there is a server just south of me in Oklahoma that when I play on it, even with my country ass internet I get like 30 ping which feels mm -hmm. amazing to me. But because I have almost a 3.0 win loss in Search and Destroy, it puts me in Chicago, it puts me in Maryland, it puts me in Washington, it puts me in California, and I, I, it, it prioritizes 
skill-based matchmaking without a doubt over yeah. ping over a good experience yep. and that's yeah i they always used to say ping is king right when the skill-based matchmaking controversy first started but that that is complete horseshit because i can i can look at my router setup and tell that they are putting me on in these bigger cities and bigger servers because of skill and i can yeah. and i can geofence so basically what you do is you draw a geofence around the server and you can it'll only allow connections to Those that servers and i can sit there and it'll try to put me in it'll try and disconnect try and disconnect it takes like five minutes but it'll eventually put me uh in that close by server where i have low mm -hmm. ping and it, the game feels way better but yeah if you don't if you don't do that or if i don't have time to sit there and let it try to match make it'll mm -hmm. just it puts me in chicago or it puts me in yeah and that's probably why you're getting a lot of the desync stuff too is exactly that so i i think that's that's a good point. So I'm, and that stuff I'm sure is copy paste from the old title to the new titles. But... <sighs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to get into it, play it though, and see see what it's like. I think the biggest thing that's going to make my life better is the the visual recoil. As you say, if it's like cleaner when you shoot compared to Modern Warfare 2019, then I'll be okay. Yeah, it's um, it's it's so much better. It, it's more like Modern Warfare 2019 for sure. It's just way better like again this is still that this is still that brennan 762 and just i had a it's a it's like a harder weapon to use but again just comparable to those to like the kick you got like hard-hitting weapons though yeah i mean it's fun it's re it's rewarding you know i'm using a rust too which is just like probably just not the map at all for it, but, <laughs> right. but, oh, no, but uh, no, it's no, so man. much easier to correct and see the target when i'm in full out it's just it's it's a night and day i think you'll notice it right away crash sweet and that that's the other thing i guess to to for a massive callback on the show to the where i was talking about rainbow six earlier it's like if i'm gonna play against like demons and shit and like just like make it a ranked mode and give me a rank like them so i can like at least feel cool about it yeah <laughs> kind of like in in rank 2.0 with because of my mmr i'm still silver because i haven't played very much and put me against diamonds and champs it's like uh, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel good that's the same with this it's like make make multiplayer rank then and then make it yeah make it ranked if you're gonna make it ranked if that makes sense yeah exactly. um and that's that's another reason why we're bummed about x defiant 2 and being something else because the the skill-based matchmaking that is supposed to be way less um so it'd be interesting to see how it plays oh that's that shot right there i just saw sorry podcast listeners that shot looked really clean though like you could see yeah it's so this. easy to to correct unfortunately like this is the worst weapon to be using on this map which is evident but yeah i mean again it's just like as far if there was gonna be a gun with kick and smoke like this would this this is this is the gun that would have it this is the biggest gun in the game as far as caliber goes right now oh that's, that's way better yeah that's... so I, I was happy with that that's why i was having, like i was having a lot of fun using it it's like there's definitely a decent damage issue or something with it but damn is it it's so much easier to see and shoot full auto the recoil is not crazy um and it's really rewarding to get the kills like just feels oh, really how, good when you get kills I, I guess i guess i should clarify one last thing about the skill-based matchmaking i definitely see the need for it i need to walk i guess i should walk back a little bit i definitely see the need for it because you, you I mean you lopsided matches either way are not that fun so i definitely see the need for right. it but i just don't think it should be so strong that it prioritizes that over your quality of gameplay experience, over your connection. 
Like, Agreed, I feel yeah. like you should be on the server with the best connection and then skill-based matchmake within that server. So everybody gets yeah. the lowest ping. Like, that's just how it should be. Um, so Definitely. The other thing is, what did you think of time to kill? So that's the other big change, 150 health. How was, how was that? Did you like it? Did you notice it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, felt, it felt really good. I think when I was using any other gun but, but this, this was, this was more of a gun I just wanted to level up fully and just goof around with it because it was fun to use. But, like, when I was running the Spear or the, the Brent 805, which is the MTZ 556, um, the AN94, um, any of those, like, yeah, it felt, it felt really good. I think with the movement, the way it is now, like, it makes sense to have the TTK up just a little bit. Um, it's... It balances out nice, nicely, I think. It, it feels good. I personally didn't really notice it, like, that much. I think just because I'm so used to playing, you know, if you guys are playing Warzone and DMZ a lot, like, it, yeah, it yeah, yeah. But, but, like, versus multiplayer for Modern Warfare 2019 and Modern Warfare 2, you'll definitely notice it. But, I mean, especially when I was running, like, those faster-firing weapons, like, there was some ground war games. I was running the AN-94 or the Bren 805, and, like, you know, those are weapons that, Faster rate of fire, um, and like the A ninety four like the same uh, or yeah. faster, right? I would, like like with the A ninety four, it has the hyperburst. So like you know, if you tap fire, like I was putting down people like super quick. Like, but again, in two bursts, pretty much. Yeah, it was like two or three bursts, which felt like pretty instantaneous. I mean, it felt good, but it's not. You're, there's not a, a point in the game where I get killed. I'm like, oh my god, like I didn't have time to really react or anything. Like you getting hit. And you're you definitely still have time to 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 move or do something. Whether or not you're going to do that is, is debatable. But I mean, it, it's not. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't feel like you're dying super quick or or like it's taking too long to kill people or anything like that. I think it feels with the movement and everything like that and the maps. I think it feels right. That's what I was excited about was the the visual recoil fix and the time to kill looked a lot better than uh, Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. Which is what I was excited for. I mean, again, people like I said, compared it to Ground War DMZ and stuff, or not Ground War, uh, Warzone and DMZ. It's right. You know, you're not putting shields and or uh, plates. You're right, right, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, don't use this gun. <laughs> Whatever you guys do, use use the ARs and anything, anything but this. Like the spear, like the the, the battle rifle category. The other one, like I said that category is, is the mcx spear and that gun feels awesome like a fast rate of fire pretty good good all-around damage a lot of fun to use the tactics of that and like so um that gun's a lot of fun the ars are a lot of fun smgs um this is like the worst gun you could be and i think that, i think actually this is probably the worst gun in the game but <laughs> i mean everything feels really good so like play with the ars and the spear and, and smgs and it's gonna feel good nice sweet I don't know of thing, anything else. This thing thumps though. This, this, that's well, why I love it. I would the say sound, just the like, sound, it's like thump, 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 thump. I would just say like awesome. a good overall, like what are the main key differences other than gun manipulation from Modern Warfare 2 to Modern Warfare 3? Like in game or like gunsmith? I mean, just I guess overall, if you have like, a, if there's like a really big distinction between one thing from Modern Warfare 2 compared to um, Modern Warfare 3. Definitely, like the visual visual recoil would be like the number one thing. Like it feels just it definitely feels night and day. I mean, the guns you're always gonna have guns like ARs, fast firing. Like the ACR as an example, I think is 
everyone uses it so you get killed by it a lot it's a fast rate fast rate of fire accurate you know very little recoil even this gun here like doesn't really have crazy crazy recoil um but i just think that the the fact that there's not this crazy amount of smoke and thing like that just makes the experience much better when you're in gunfights so i think what did gun, you like, did you like gun customization sorry yeah you know i i i really like i mean it's very similar to modern warfare 2 the beta at least this week on playstation was a little buggy with the gunsmith as far as like you may unlock something and then you can't equip it but you can equip it in game or you'll unlock something and that attachment isn't like an option on the gun like there's a couple barrels that you unlock um in the progression tree and when you unlock it like that barrel's not there so i think i think that's just because they have more attachments that aren't included in the beta yet um but the pr progression tree still may have them in the progression tree but mm -hmm. the gunsmith, everything like that. I mean, it's it's pretty much the exact same as Modern Warfare too. Um, and I know they did with the Renetti. They did the aftermarket parts this week, so you could make that um, you could make that Roni carbine conversion for the Renetti. And they said there's going to be another one available week two of the beta. So I'm thinking hopefully it'll be the PKP conversion, the bullpup. So that'll be like cool to play around with. Because I didn't level up the Renetti at all, so I can't really speak to how the conversion or the aftermarket parts work. I'm actually curious if there is even oh there is an conversion kit for the M9. I've always wondered that. I was like, I've never seen it. I've only seen it for the Glock. <laughs> yeah, I think you can like carbine. You can carbine any pistol these days <laughs> with a <laughs> chassis. Yeah, I should just buy a pistol carbine in the first place. <laughs> you think? I don't but know. I mean, the game felt really good. I, I had a really good time playing it. My biggest gripes, my biggest issues with the game were my teams were awful. Uh, the netcode desync, and I don't know if, if you guys, people that were in here watching my stream, I was probably complaining about some other stuff, but um, that's that's really it. Like, my, I, as far as the, the core game movement, the gameplay, gunplay, how PK, all that felt like it all felt good. I mean, I like having, a, I like the faster pace, and that's something like I I was I was all for like slowing things down for Modern Warfare too, but I didn't i'll be the first to admit it didn't work out the way i had anticipated it would it would work Same. and feel so going back to this type of movement feels better and next weekend snd is coming to the game i saw that in a tweet oh is it sick so uh nice yeah people are trolling uh, you guys are making me want to pre-order it just for the content <laughs> <laughs> i know I want like, to see I wanna, it on. Like, I want to see it on ground. You know. I want to see it on PC, all cranked up. I will. I do get home on uh, uh, Thursday, so that's like the first day if you pre-order it. But ah, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna buy it anyway I'll to wait. play I'll search. Wait. I'm gonna wait. But if you're like, on the fence, if you're on the fence, I would say wait. But if you know you're gonna play multiplayer, I mean that's up to you. Like for, for the people that's that are the thing. I'm not gonna play Warzone. I'm not gonna play. You know, those are not going to play Warzone because like, Warzone's free. So it's like if you're just going to play Warzone, then don't you know? Don't bother buying. I just know you're going to be behind with the weapon leveling. But if you're going to play multiplayer, like yeah, yeah. But I've always, I've always had the issues. I feel like they never make enough content for the six v six modes, the S and D, the multiplayer aspect compared to Warzone, and especially in the last one, Warzone and DMZ, I felt like got more love yeah. than the oh, multiplayer yeah. modes. Hundred percent, yeah. But you this, know, so this that's why I'm also different. like. Mm, yeah maybe because, because they well they've already ever since they made it free too yeah. they, they've already confirmed that they're going to do th uh, uh three multiplayer maps a season at least 
three six v six maps per season, at least. So that's a little bit better than than it has been. So I mean, yeah, with, yeah, yeah it so. We'll see what happens when everyone gets their hands on it. And I just don't. I just don't like. I just don't like giving them the comfort of those pre-order numbers, right? Like I'll buy it or whatever, but I just don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, how, I think I, I think I'd rather just wait till it comes out and see. I, I just want to see yeah. if the game survives those initial, you know, first days. It kind of depends on. I think like the first, the first like couple months is gonna be because like Warzone and stuff doesn't launch till December. Um, and I and I only did the base version because like I was looking at the um, pre-order incentives with a vault and, I, and you get these those goofy diamond plated <laughs> guns and operators and, I, so and like weird, you get some man. you get some tier skips and I was like realistically like you know never ever 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 yeah. going to use this stuff and the tier skips like you know I'll progress to the battle pass fast enough or I'll just freaking normally you know, I have a yeah. job so I'll just buy it you know it's not I'm not gonna spend the hundred dollars plus for for the, for the stuff I'm not gonna use or really need right and I yeah so so you're saying this window between when this launches and until the Warzone integration that's this is my time to switch my channel and become a complete S and D channel like just search and destroy all the time yeah there you go there you go just completely start my channel over for the third time. Yep. I think S and D is going to be a lot of fun in this game. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's actually coming this next weekend. Cause I mean, I'm going to be grinding that PKP and level that thing up all the way, but I do really want to get into more search this time around, especially within that period before Warzone and stuff, because especially like when it comes to the tax stance, I think you guys will, especially S and D it can definitely like when you're going into a building if i'm going into any sort of building where it's dqc and like i have you know i'm immediately going switching have, over yeah yeah i'm, I'm tax stance 100 like i'm not going into any close quarter situation ads in anymore and that was always like a big issue um for me in like previous games and stuff. so so i think the fact that that tax stance is there whether or not people use it or like it it definitely as a function and a lot some of your attachments like the lasers and some grips and things like that can actually tighten your bullet spread with with attack stance so i think that's going to be huge like if you if you hit your weapon outright and you're going into like s and d like going into buildings and stuff um or holding stuff it's going to be it's yeah. going to be the way to go i think so yeah. i'm excited for that actually because I, I think i'll also be able to bind it to a key or on my mouse and use it like, yeah you can sledgehammer uh release something about how to do it for console i just didn't really bother messing with it um but they had a thing out there for how to do it on playstation so i'm sure they'll do you'll be able to bind it um yeah on pc and obviously on xbox too because it does feel a little awkward to like have to ads and then hit down i i don't know what the heck i would bind it to maybe like maybe ads and hit arc l2 probably that way i'm not having to like get off of my my sticks for a quick second you know so it's if you bind it right it's going to be great so I have one last question because I actually do have to go. It's getting dark and I got to get a bailout. To the, I really do. Let's get a bailout to the horses. Um, I had one last question though. The other, the last thing I was kind of worried about was uh, um, the footsteps and having dead silence as a perk. Did you mm -hmm. notice that? And did that like that? What is like the bone something headset? Yeah. Like, did so it counter first it? off, the dead silent boots were not available this week oh. because. The level cap is only 20, so you can unlock them, I think, the second week. But the Bone Conductor headset, um, it's, like, kind of trippy, dude. When I first put it on, I was like, holy, like, holy shit, like, paranoid, because you're hearing the footsteps 
and like you got it it takes a little getting used to so i i think it will counter it for sure just because of how loud the footsteps were and i was like i like had to stop and like i was like paranoid for a little bit i had to like get used to it i think it will um as to how much it will it really depends on how quiet those boots are with the dead silence stuff but if there's going to be a counter i think that's going to be fun interesting I'm, I'm a little bit worried about that if everybody's flying around with dead silence it could suck yeah, I mean, the bone conductor should do it because that's really what the description says to, to increase, like, footstep audio and all that. And when you have it on regular without any dead sounds boots, like, it is loud. <laughs> so you can hear people. Yeah. All stomping right, Stomping around with big, heavy boots. <laughs> I think that's all Sweet. I had. I think we covered it pretty well. I think that was a great show. Good show. Good program. What do you guys think? Love it. Glad I, glad I was able to get my internet to cooperate yeah to, it to actually <laughs> it actually worked out really well because blue and i were talking about like alara prime and stuff and the battlefield next to fight and then you popped in Boom. at the clutch Man, moment right, right when i needed to be here <laughs> yeah it was like i was just kind of thinking that in my head i was like man if buff's really gone i don't know what the hell i'm going to talk about with the beta because i didn't play it yet so i'm i'm glad that's that's really cool um well uh let's let's table let's table aim assist for next week because i'll get it I'll get to play it and we'll get to see that going on and uh I'll uh we'll see because there's rumors going around about it getting nerfed and some people saying not so let me uh let me play it we'll table that we'll talk about that next week because uh all of us will have a chance to play uh the beta next week we'll have it on pc so we'll I know it'll be a little bit repetitive uh but you'll you'll get some more takes there'll be some more modes for buff to check out more guns and stuff and then uh blue and I'll get our hands on it so We'll uh, we'll probably have another round of beta reaction and uh, whatever whatever else pops up news wise uh, for FPS stuff. So you can count on that for next week. Um, we'll, we'll have a knockdown drag out aim assist debate. That'd be super fun. Um, so all right, guys, have an awesome week again. Thank you to all the podcast listeners. There's been so many of you guys uh, growing each and every week. Thank you so much for for downloading and listening to us. Um, I, I hope the episode and stuff finds you guys doing well. I hope everybody's doing great out there. Uh, we appreciate each and every single one of you that listen, that log in, that chat, that watch, uh, that share our stuff. Thank you so much. If you do want a way to support the show at this time, we ask that you just be a friend, tell a friend, bring somebody back with you next week to catch the show. Uh, leave us a review on the podcast apps. That helps too. I think we have some five-star reviews out there. Um, just thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. After some search and destroy. Oh, yeah. How about Thanks that? Everyone. Later, everyone. Peace. See ya.